Welcome to Mind Shift to Health and Wealth podcast, a guide to transforming your life. Here we explore powerful lessons in health and wealth because without health, wealth holds little value. I'll share personal insights and enlightening conversations with experts. Each episode is a step towards your success, offering lessons from my experiences and wisdom from others. Love what you hear? Share it and visit mindshifthw.com for more. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Hey everyone, this is my fourth in the series of health. From my experiences, how to be healthy and how I gain my health. Uh, at least past year or so in the best shape and fit and so on and so forth I am in. If you go to my website, mindshifthw.com, there'll be some articles there. Um, all the videos I'm going to do will be also in article form, plus extra content on my current you know, eating regimen for those who are curious on what I eat and how I eat and all that stuff. So I encourage you to go look it up or go there and see those articles help apart from the videos. So anyway, again, welcome to MindShift to Health and Wealth. This is my fourth video in the health series. The first three were about why and what. You start with the why on why you want to be healthy or what is the reason you want to be healthy. And I gave several scientific reasons also that's coming soon. Like in 12 years, time frame, Ray Kurzweil and a couple of other people, prominent scientists and all predicted that we will reach uh, where we will start reversing age. We'll have technology to reverse our age. So if you remain healthy till about 12 years from now on, you are in for great time. So that's the reason, you know, one of the reasons I started on my health journey, like started noticing these trends on how, you know, technology is going ahead and also the older methods really were great. So anyway, I covered the mindset, I covered why and what, and I covered the habits, you know, how you know, creating habits is the most important thing after you set your mind mind to it. So now I'm going to cover essentially three topics. One is breathing. People don't realize how important breathing is. Well, I mean, yeah, if you don't breathe, you die. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about more about the time, number of times you breathe and the breathing exercises that you should do to maintain the optimal health. Uh, so people don't understand that. I'll go through that. Second topic is going to be meditation, how important it is for your body, right? Yeah, mind, you know, getting your mind clear and all that stuff is great. You, people now understand meditation more. A lot of science, a lot of science. Huberman, Huberman did a great podcast. I will try to uh, put a link to that podcast, two and a half hour he goes into various forms of meditation, what's good, what's good, you know, different people, how different people should do meditation, all that stuff. A lot of science into it. There are books about it. So multiple ways. Again, I'll try to cover those too. And lastly, sleeping habits. Last but not least, I mean, without good sleep, science has proven now. Sleep can be number one indicator, by the way, of potential issues. If you're not sleeping well, it, you're in danger pretty much. All right, let's get into breathing. So James Nestor is the guy I first heard it from. So Google him. 
look up his videos, look up his website. He goes into a detail about this, but there's several other athletes and others I've heard about slowing down your breathing. So ideally, most people, I believe, I, I forgot the number now, you know, you go look it up. I haven't looked it up recently, but close to 12, I guess, eight to 12 times human being breathes. That's the average, I guess, normal people. But you're supposed to breathe only six times or less. If you go down to fourth, you're breathing very efficiently. That actually is an indicator of longevity. The less you breathe per minute indicates longevity. There are evidently Olympic athletes, actually, who train to breathe low, low number of rates, to increase the efficiency and uh, endurance, so on and so forth, like long-distance runner. I forgot which type of runner. I believe it was a long-distance runner, or even like marathon runners who'd like train themselves to beat low because, you know, if you've ever been a runner, that's the hardest thing. I don't know how you could breathe slow because when I used to run, I used to breathe a lot, <laughs> you know, you know, trying to get my breath and all that stuff. Um, I mean, I wasn't a long-distance. I, I ran maybe sometimes seven, eight miles on the weekends or six, seven miles probably. Um, but anyway, that's the importance of breathing. So our bodies, you know, fall asleep because of breathe too, right? We, we, when, we, when we sleep, we breathe really slow and very low number of times. And that's when our body is essentially rested state, right? But we'll get into the sleeping habits later. So it's not about sleeping right now, breathing. So that's one number of times you breathe. The other is breathing exercises. It's very, very important. I've been practicing Wim Hof and in intermittently, like every week once I do Soma breathing for four years now. So I started in 20, I think Feb time range. So it's 2024, January. So it's four years almost. And I never stopped once, even when I had severe issues with my gallbladder, my ulcers, I didn't stop. So that is critical in my not getting sick other than those gallbladder and stomach issues. I mean, I got sick, like maybe a cold for a couple of days, cough. I had, I think I had one sore throat issue in last four years. That was last year. I don't know, sometime in summer. I don't know. Whatever it was, that was the only time I had like a sore throat. It wasn't a cough. I mean, I maybe had a cough for a day. What I do is I increase my Wim Hof method to two times instead of once. So I do it once every day in the morning after I get up, you know, go to the bathroom, wash my, you know, brush my teeth and all that stuff, good stuff. The first thing I do is Wim Hof method uh, of breathing before I start my exercise. So the Wim Hof method, if you're not familiar with it, you do 30 to 50 times, whatever the case is, maybe even 20 to 30 times, 20 to 50 times, whatever, right? You do breathe in deep till the uh, your breath hits your lower part, lower part of your tummy, essentially. That's how you breathe. And then breathe out. Remember one thing, breathe in through your nose only. I've learned that lesson too. You know, in some Wim Hof days, people doing that, no, that's not good. 
don't breathe to your mouth. You breathe to your nose, only deep breathing. So there's a lot of science going into Wim Hof method, right? Uh, you can go study Huberman did the, uh, Huberman did the, who is from Harvard, by the way, Andrew Huberman, if you don't know who it is, uh, Google him. They did a study on Wim Hof. Um, it's not just breathing, they study on his cold bath and all that stuff, which again, I do cold baths, not necessarily ice bath, cold bath. I start with a cold bath now. Before I used to do complete cold baths for a year, year and a half, I did that. Um, again, that's another one. Another one you can practice. I'm not, I don't think I'm covering that in my series, but that's another one, right? Cold baths are really important. There's a lot of science behind it. Why cold bath or going into sauna is very important. Anyway, getting back to breathing, do that exercise. I didn't get COVID vaccine. Heck, I got banned <laughs> a party because I didn't have COVID vaccine. I said, yeah, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I won't go to the party. I'd rather take care of my you know, well-being than getting a vaccine to attend the party, right? But, you know, now we all know how that was a whole, I mean, it was just a disaster. Um, the disaster is, un, um, unre you know, it's still more coming out now. How many people are affected now because of that COVID uh, vaccine, which wasn't tested properly and all, you know, I haven't, I've taken vaccines, you know, flu vaccines and the regular vaccine. I'm not, you know, not against vaccines at all. And that's what people misunderstood. Like, no, I mean, everything has to be tested properly. Anyway, the bottom line is I never got sick because mainly of breathing techniques. What it does is there is a, you know, I've done, by the way, Wim Hof, Soma, I've done uh, Pranayama, like Anilom, Milom, you know, I, I don't want to say the names. Most people won't understand, but some Pranayama techniques too. <laughs> Excuse me, but the best one I feel like was Wim Hof, most effective, uh, efficient, quicker than any other. Hey, sorry, breathing technique. So what I recommend is always breathe in the empty tummy, right? Don't breathe. You know, if you try to practice Wim Hof breathing on a full tummy or half full tummy, whatever, it won't work. The best efficient way to do it is on empty tummy. That's my experience. If you try it differently, try it. You can experiment. So that's the important thing. Breathing, very, very important. It it actually increases your lifespan. That's what some of the science says that, you know, or it increases, decreases the chance of you getting sick, right? Even just forget the breathing message, uh, breathing techniques, right? If you just breathe, you know, six times or less per minute, you can time yourself. Then you're breathing very efficiently, avoiding a lot of like viruses and all that stuff. Our bodies are made to fight off anything, even cancer, right? It's when our bodies are being fed and we do things that are not keep, keeping it at optimal shape that it affects us, right? That's when we get sick, all that, right? So that's breathing. I mean, we can get, there's a lot of stuff in it. You know, like I said, you know, look up Wim Hof, look up, uh, you know, James Nestor. There are other people, you know, talking about breathing, how importance of breathing. Andrew Huberman, you know, like I said, did a study on uh, Wim Hof. So there's a lot of studies there. So that's one, right? The next, meditation. So why am I bringing meditation into the whole health series? 
right? Science is more and more pretty clear now. You know, if not, if it wasn't before, 100% clear. We instinctively know if we don't feel good, if we're not feeling right, you know, we'll feel the stomach queasiness or whatever, right? Stress, all that stuff essentially causes illness, disease, cancer, so many different things, right? That can aid to it. I mean, I'm not saying those are the only things that, and I mean, the food obviously matters in that, right? But meditation is highly, highly important. Like I said, Andrew Huberman's podcast covering all kinds of meditation techniques, effective techniques, small to big. I mean, you can start with two minutes. Don't go big and then go from there. So there's a lot of meditative techniques. I've tried multiple, right? I've tried uh, breathing, you know, concentrating on breathing only. Uh, I've tried uh, Sadhguru's technique. You know, if you don't know who Sadhguru is, is a is a, a a guru, you know, Indian guru. If you're not Indian, you're not familiar with him. But he is not much of a religious guy. He or at least he doesn't preach religion that much. It's more of a about spirituality, you know, the mind, how everything is about you, inner engineering. Inner engineering is this program where he concentrates on everything is within us. If you look at external, you you know, you'll never get happiness, right? But anyway, I've tried his technique. Now I'm actually concentrating on the seven across technique, which is seven chakras are basically one is at the bottom of your uh, essentially, I don't know, better word to say ass, I guess, right? And then it goes to, you know, right to your sexual organ, organs is another chakra. And then the other chakra is your belly button. And then that next is the chest. And then the throat. And then here, which is the prefrontal cortex, by the way, the left side of your prefrontal, left side of the middle is actually where the prefrontal cortex is, according to Andrew Huberman. So anyway, when you concentrate on that, that's, and then the top, right? That's the seven chakras. I do that. It's amazing practice for me. Anyway, 20 minutes, I feel like nothing. But that has, there are many times I get lost in it. And then many times I don't like, you know, thoughts come and all that stuff. So the biggest misconception about meditation is people think they have to, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. They have to sit quiet and like not think about anything. That's the misconception I had, you know, about the monkey brain, da, 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 whatever. That's all BS. You, nobody can concentrate 20 minutes. Well, you know, maybe the gurus, right? You know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about normal people, right? Most normal people cannot think about something within a minute, essentially. You cannot sit with your mind to concentrate on only one thing for a minute. If you do it even 15 seconds, it's amazing, right? So if you go with that mind, then you won't be frustrated with meditation. So you can just do meditation with just, you know, concentrating on your breathing, how, it, how your breath feels in going into the body, how it comes out. That's one easy way right? Or listening to the body. There's a book called The Warrior Meditation. Amazing, amazing book. The best book I read on basically meditation as far as being fully, you know, 
not like closing your eyes thing where you're constant, you can look at things, you can hear things, everything, but you're in a meditative state. So I highly recommend that book, The Warrior Meditation. So I've shared that in my Instagram account and YouTube before. So you might be able to look for it and find that. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, in the end, meditation is about being in the present. That's what I've discovered from everything is being in the present moment. And what happens when you do meditation is, you know, Andrew Huberman did, but he explained there's three parts of your body that, I mean, sorry, brain that get connected properly. Uh, there's also another book or a podcast I've seen where it, uh, actually, yeah, the body keep the score, body keeps the score meditation. They discovered on uh, several research fellows discovered that medial pre uh, medial cortex medial prefrontal cortex and pre medial cortex and prefrontal cortex i believe get connected when you start meditating and that makes your you aware of your emotions when you're getting emotional now you get more centered right you don't get stuck in thing anything too much and your sleep is better so on so forth which means you're not fighting or you're energy is not dedicated to like the negative stuff right when your body is stuck in your past or the future you're constantly like being hypercritical of yourself or others so on and so forth the negative anything negative within you creates possibility of being sick unhealthy so that is critical so i you know, when you hear people say i look so healthy but he got sick and he died suddenly. No, just because you look fine doesn't mean there's things going on that are really killing you from inside. And our body is really very good at having, there's several signs now saying our body is so good. Uh, Tony Robbins, uh, you know, constantly says this. Peter Diamond is, these other guys, they created this whole um, testing methodology called Life Force Company. It tests everything. Because the body keeps several of your ailments way till way, it's way late. So that's what the mind is about, right? Mind, you know, mind can create a lot of things, that, you, you know, within our body and the body is trying to fight. And then that creates all of issues. So meditation is not just about, you know, your work or, or your happiness, but it for your health, it's critical. And then now last is sleep, right? You know, there were, till recently, I think, you know, most of the time I heard sleep like is overrated. You get all these entrepreneurs like, oh, I only sleep four hours as a badge of honor, all that stuff, which is BS. Like if you hear, uh, I think uh, Jeff Bezos, evidently he's he like prioritizes sleep for at least seven hours or I think eight hours. I don't remember exactly. Uh, but, you know, being one of the richest guys, him prioritizing sleep, it's critical because he, he that's what he said. You know, that's critical for proper functioning. And according to science, sleep, lack of sleep can be number one indicator for your health. Number one indicator for danger for your health. So getting at least eight hours optimal I guess you can get away with seven. I try to get, I pretty much like, I, I, I pretty much try to prefer at least eight hours, but I think I manage around seven hours, seven to, between seven to eight hours. But the meditation, 
does help because I meditate. You know, I use different techniques, right? My meditation is just not, uh, you know, the closing eyes and all that stuff, but my breathing, the Wim Hof method, that's another meditation, a little bit of a meditation. I do affirmations, that's another meditation. And then I pray to people in my life to, you know, whatever they're suffering from to get uh, over it, stuff like that. So it takes me about 40 minutes or so, a good 40 minutes of meditation time, right? I think that's what helps me in not having to have too much sleep these days. Before, I used to feel groggy if I don't get sleep because I don't drink coffee right now. But anyway, so sleep, another critical point. You know, eating and all that stuff is good. And your eating will affect your sleep, which I'll cover, obviously, in the later, uh, the next episode. Basically, my final, I'm going to guess that might be the final episode um, to make it a more condensed series so people get most value out of it, not wait for the episodes too long. So bottom line, the three topics I covered, all are critical, breathing, meditation, and sleep. Kind of all go together, sort of. One leads to another, essentially. I hope this is helpful. Again, you know, go to my website if you need more information or this particular script being or article, you know, in in more condensed form probably listed in on the website. Mindship. Thanks again for listening or sharing this episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Your support means the world to me. For more tips and tales, head over to mindshifthw.com. Wanna chat? Let's connect on MindShiftHW.com, schedule a session with me if you're seeking guidance, or just good old brainstorm. Together, let's make a splash in the world, one mind shift at a time. Catch you next time.